Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. But today it's Quaker and B3 people. This man is a man of the word. Just so. have a question. How are we sending greetings from Nairobi in English? Abari. Swahili. Mm. Abari. Sending Abari greetings. <laughs> uh, mambo. Sawa, sawa. Sawa, sawa, poa, poa. Wow, you guys, it's so bad. We really need to learn Swahili. Greetings from Aposomose. Greetings from Aposomose. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like Swahili to me. Greetings from Aposomose. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's right wow, so today we want to talk about something fantastic. As we've come from the rest month, abiding in the word of the Lord, and, um, and we've been doing a, a series on the love of God, right? As a movement together of his love. Yes. And so today we've been talking, we've been thinking, what can we start with in the rest month? And we thought faith would be a good subject mm -hmm. to start on today. Faith, which is our receiver. Faith, which is our receiver. Faith, our receiver. Faith, yeah. our receiver. And we're going to get straight into it. I was thinking about faith. And faith is a thing that used to confuse me a lot as a younger woman. Because I wondered, what is faith? It is the thing that the scripture says it is impossible to please God without faith. Mm. I thought faith was convincing yourself about something even though it's not true. Mm. I thought faith was psyching yourself until you feel better. I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe. You know, you, as in you keep saying, just keep talking it, talking it, even though inside you really feel nothing. Just That's what I thought faith was. And as we've grown in the faith... <laughs> Wow, I'm funny. As we've grown in the faith, I've started to understand more and more what faith is. So faith, the first thing that came to my mind is the fact that grace provides. Faith receives. Grace is a work of God. The thing is that your faith does not create. My faith does not create. We don't get to create by what we do. Like there's nothing you can do to create anything that God has provided by his grace. So the grace of God has provided. Has, what are some of the things that grace of God has provided, Pastor Kweka? Health. Health. Life. Life. Peace. Peace. Money. Mm. Mm -mm. Houses. Mm. Joy. Joy. Grace. Mm. Patience. Mm. Just, well, grace has provided grace. That's interesting. Yeah. Grace has provided <laughs> grace. It's true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All these good things, divine health, divine faith, uh, uh, well-being, favor before men and mm. God. Uh, wellness, even mentally, yeah. creativity, like yeah. anything that we desire that is good. The scriptures tell us in the book of James that every good and perfect gift yeah. comes from God, mm -hmm. the Father of lights in whom there is no shadow of turning. So any good thing that you can think of, grace has provided. Yeah. That God has chosen to lavish his resources on us, not because we are good, but because he is good. Yeah. And because he's God, and because he's loving. He's, he calls himself our father. Fathers are providers. They are sources. They are protectors. He doesn't just call himself our God, but he wants us to address him as father. And that by right, as his children, he provides by his grace yeah. everything that we need. Because children, why, why is it that when we look at earthly fathers who don't take care of their children, 
we say they are bad fathers. Mm. Is it because the kids are so good that the parents should take care of them? As long as you have a child, it becomes your responsibility yes. as a natural father to take care of your children. We say a father is good when they take very good care of their children. When their children have everything they need. Now God is our heavenly father. So we don't need to do anything for him to love us, for him to take care of us, for him to provide for us. Just like an earthly father, what shows that he's a good father is when our lives reflect what a good father is. His provisions show that he's a good father. And so God, by his fatherhood and his love over us, by his grace, has provided. But here is the issue. Wake up. It's faith that receives what God has provided. Just because God has provided, it doesn't mean I'll walk in it. Otherwise, everyone would be born again right now. Because God has provided love to the whole world. Right? Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Yeah, you are saying something under your breath. Forgiveness and breath. yeah, forgiveness and salvation. Say yeah, the thing. He actually says that the salvation in Titus, the salvation that the grace that brings salvation to all men has appeared to all to every man, but not everyone has received the salvation. Yes. We have to be able to receive it by faith. Yeah. But every man has actually received that. The grace has appeared to all to every man. Yeah. So it's available. For everyone, yet not everyone is experiencing it Ooh. because not everyone has that is has received the faith to catch that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which 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 faith comes by the what, right? Yes, yeah. comes by hearing. <laughs> exactly. Right. So that it is grace that provides, yeah. but it is faith that receives. So sometimes many there are believers we move from ditch to ditch. There are those who believe they have to work for everything. Exactly. There are those who believe God has done it all. Mm. But there is the in-between, which is the right thing. Yeah. That God has provided, but we have a part to play. Yeah. We actually have to engage our faith mm. to receive what God has provided. Otherwise, it looks like a bad father. Mm. Like if a father decides to take you to school and pay his school fees, mm. by his grace, he has paid your fees. Yeah. You can choose to refuse to go to school. Mm. But the fees is already But paid. the fees was paid, not because you have a bad father, but you've refused to receive by faith. <laughs> what your father but faith is active it moves you into action to respond yeah. to what god has done by grace so faith is our positive response to what god has done by grace yeah. Yeah. it's our positive response meaning there is a response you have to respond to the grace of god positively by first of all agreeing with him knowing what he has provided then agreeing Agreeing with with it it. then starting to partake of it exactly because we partake we become partakers of Mm -hmm. the divine nature Mm -hmm. you know by the knowledge of what god has given us but in the book of ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 he says that by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is is a gift of god not of man lest any man should boast that by grace you have been saved through what through faith through faith it's not of ourselves but that it is a gift of god that even that faith is a gift of god yeah but that grace provides but faith receives Mm. grace you have been saved you've been saved by grace but it is through Through faith faith. that you access that salvation and if you think about it pastor kweka how do you access salvation what are the two requirements in the book of romans chapter 10 that how do you receive salvation? He says you believe it in your heart uh-huh. and you confess it with your mouth. Just like that. Can you imagine? <laughs> right. That with, so the, yeah, with the heart, yeah. man believes mm. and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Yeah. Yeah. That it, you have to engage both your heart and, and your, your mouth. Your mouth. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking about the heart and the mouth, interestingly. Mm. Mm. And how, because salvation is not just getting born again. Mm-hmm. Salvation is the entire package mm. of what God has provided 
for us. Yeah. So grace provides, faith receives. Grace provides, faith receives. But I wanted to ask a question or two to you, Pastor Kweka. Why do you think that God says that without faith it is impossible to please him? Not that it's difficult or it is... He says without faith it's impossible to please God. Wow. <laughs> Why? What are some it's... of your thoughts on that? Why do you think God is pleased by our faith knowing that faith is a receiver? Mm. It's interesting because I'm, uh, here is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to that same scripture in Hebrews 11, 5, where he says that without faith it is impossible to, 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 to please him, mm-hmm. it's that God by nature is a giver. And what pleases him <sighs> is when we receive from him. Now, yes. if you have no faith, that means you cannot receive, receive from him. And that does not please him because by nature he wants to be giving to you. That's the idea. That's why in, in that same scripture he says that you have to come to him believing that he is and that he's a rewarder. Oh, That's the, the faith that pleases. He even rewards. Yeah, that he rewards you. You come to him and then he rewards you for your coming to him. So yeah. then if you come to him and you reject his reward, then, then that's where, you know, the, the, the not being, it's like that, that, the, 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 the king in the, I think in Luke, who set up a banquet, a party mm, and sent mm. for people and they refused to receive to what he had truly provided and he was angry. So I'm thinking when you ask the question, why is it that it says it's impossible to please God? Yeah. Because when you don't have faith, it's impossible to receive from him. Yes. And therefore you can't please him. Yeah, my, because what pleases that. him is yeah. receiving from receiving him. Receiving from him, yes. Absolutely. It's exactly, if you see what I wrote here yeah. in my notes, God is a giver. I did this. You did your lying. <laughs> <laughs> you can't read those things. It was in your heart. That God by nature is a giver. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor Kweka. I can't even add to that. That's what pleases God. It glorifies him when his children receive. Because what's the point of God having all these resources for us? Yeah. God doesn't need what we need on the earth. Mm. He has, you see, what shows you the nature of God is that even when he created the first man and woman, he first created resources by grace, what yes. they will need. He anticipated whatever they will need, mm. created a perfect environment, then made them to live in it. Yeah. That, yeah. that the, in verse 10 of Ephesians chapter 2, he says that we are his workmanship yeah. created in Christ yeah. Jesus for good works yeah. which he prepared beforehand. Why? That we should walk that in them. Walk in them. That by the time you got born again, God had already laid out your future. Yeah. He had been waiting for you to finally come home. And all he wants, what pleases God, is you taking more from yeah. him. Because you see, it's more blessed to give than to receive when you're a person to person. Mm. But if you're a child of God, it's actually more blessed to receive than to give. Yeah. When it comes to us and God. Yeah. Because yeah. God is the most blessed. Yeah. Yeah. He's a giver. You can't try to give God. Many of us think faith is trying to give God something. Mm. But faith is actually us believing that God has provided something and taking it, taking it fully. Saying, this is mine. Yeah. You will not take it away yeah. Yeah. from me. So your faith pleases God because your faith receives what God has benevolently provided by his grace by his grace but let's look at a story in the scriptures that shows us this powerful concept of faith it's a very interesting story that apostle told on very recently if you did not watch the teaching that he did at uh, harvest family church a few days ago you should find two teachings that he did mm. at their conference uh, more than you can carry yes find those two teachings they are on faith and on the grace of god and on his love for us and we're going to get into that even right now in the book of second chronicles chapter 20 
Pastor Kweka is going to be reading for us. We will read from verse 1 to 4. We first stop there. First do 1 to 4 and then we start breaking it All down. Right. Hey. All right. Uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 1 reading the NKJV it says it happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat saying a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria and they are in Hazazon Tamar which is in Engedi and Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and set himself seek Come the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah so Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord wow just those four verses we can spend MC live right, on them yeah. right so first of all that it happened it just happened mm. sometimes you're there living your life and stuff happens yeah. right we don't plan for bad things to happen in our lives and maybe you're you're tuned in today and you've just gone through a major crisis in your life you're there living your life and and there are things that just suddenly come into our lives and just wreck us you know things like relationships falling apart or losing loved ones today at worship harvest gaza today we were burying one of our loved ones one of the members of the church a young man who just died suddenly he wasn't ill he had gone home to visit his mother and he had a, a, a small issue and just passed on on the way to hospital and so that can be a shocker that there are things that will come oh it's a financial situation or it's um i don't know sickness you know you get a report from a doctor or um things can come and even for Jehoshaphat and the entire uh, nation of Judah that it happened that the people of Moab yeah. together with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat a righteous man Jehoshaphat was a righteous king sometimes you can start wondering is it that I've done something bad because you see the primary the primary ministry of the devil is deception mixed with condemnation yeah. he comes he deceives he steals kills and destroys and then he starts telling you you have a problem yeah. how come bad things are happening to you mm. but you know it doesn't stop here verse 2 says that keep keep going that then some came and told Jehoshaphat saying a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria and they are in Hazazon Tama which is in Gedi that first of all it wasn't one army coming yeah. it was three armies coming against him you know when problems come in our lives sometimes it's like they have a committee meeting it's true <laughs> hmm? seriously it's like they call each other you're down with sickness they've chucked yeah. you from work the landlord is calling your mother is quarreling and the cat is crying okay. everything comes at the same time and you start and it's actually one of the strategies of the devil to overwhelm us yeah, yeah. because it's a fight against your faith to start saying god's word doesn't work in your life if he can get you to disbelieve god or to focus on your resources not on god's resources mm. then he has you've covered mm. and you know that's the thing and maybe you're watching and that's what has been happening in we are calling it the rest month for it was the wrestling month right now you've been wrestling wrestling time. fighting you feel so tired after june you're like i don't know what people were resting from but for me I'm tired. Yeah. I've been fighting. And I want you to know that first of all God knows you. God sees what's going on and he's not shocked by your situation and he has an answer for it. 
He already has a way of escape. He already has an answer for you. But that's why we're talking about faith today. That the thing that is going to take you out of those situations into your victory is your faith. faith. Because victory God has already provided. Yeah, yeah. But you enter it by entering faith. Mm. Not by staying in wrestling mode. Yeah. He tells the children of Israel in Exodus 14, 14. Mm. You will not need to fight. Yeah. He tells them that hold your peace, I will fight. Yeah. You shall hold your peace and the Lord shall fight for yeah. you. And that's a word for someone today. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold, hold your, your peace. peace. Because peace is an environment of faith. Mm. It's impossible for you to be panicking and be in faith. Tell that's me, Pastor Kweka, can you be panicking and in faith at the same time? You cannot. You can't. you can't. The two are different. They are different they're, they're, spirits. Yeah, they are different spirits. They just are contrary to each other. Yeah. It can't happen. Yeah, it can't happen. You cannot be in faith and in panic at the same time. So if you've been panicking, stop. Anxiety is not a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. It doesn't show maturity. It doesn't. And the world says the more anxious you are, you must have many responsibilities. No. Jesus had many responsibilities. He was not anxious. So it's not a sign of maturity. It is a demonic spirit that is supposed to take you out of faith with mm. God. So they came and tell Jehoshaphat bad news. Their army is coming against you. He knows he cannot fight these people. You know what Jehoshaphat did? Mm. Pastor Kweka, what did verse 3 say? He said, Jehoshaphat feared. Uh-huh. He first feared, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh-huh. And set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed the first throughout all Judah. First, tell me what you see in those two. I can see that you are seeing things. Tell oh, us what wow. you're seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First of all, you saw the first comma. Uh -huh. Right? Because I'm thinking they came to him with news. It was scary news. Yes. So the natural reaction was fear. Ex exactly. But then he responded to the fear by setting his heart to himself to seek the Lord. Like the fear, it's not like, the, the, it doesn't say Jehoshaphat decided to fear. That came as a no. natural reaction. Come on now. They're setting himself to seek the Lord. That was his to do. Hey. Yeah, so he could have stayed in the fear, in the panic mode, because it has just come naturally, or come decide, okay, the fear has come, but I have set myself now hey, 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 <laughs> to hey, seek hey. the Lord. That's what I saw. I love it. Yeah. I love what you said there, that fear was the natural reaction. Yeah. It wasn't his decision to yeah. fear. But he did not negate the fear. He did not say, there is no fear. I'm not fearful. Because sometimes people think to have faith, it means you have no feelings. Yeah. No. Faith is acknowledging what is true, even in the midst of contrary facts. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. wow. There are contrary facts. At that point, there is fear. Yes, armies are coming. It doesn't say that, that, you know, and he pretended that no army was coming. He feared. The king was scared. Yeah. The king had emotions. Just because God has elevated you does not mean that you will have no emotions. Mm. That you will feel certain things, but those things should not be the ones that lead you into action. Exactly. Yes, I feel frustrated. Yes, I feel hurt. Yes, I feel betrayed. Yes, I feel fearful. Yes, I feel overwhelmed. But how do I respond? I respond like Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat feared. And it doesn't even say but. Yeah. It says on top of the fear. The fear was there. And he... he he feared and then he did a thing. He set himself. Mm. That coward set. Yeah. He, he, the, the scripture could have said, and, and Jehoshaphat feared and sought the Lord. <laughs> but then say he feared and sought the Lord. Says he feared and then he set himself. He made a decision to get his mind and put it to the one who can fight armies that he cannot fight. Uh, 
he got his mind and put it to the one he saw he he set him he decided he you know apostle was talking about the word set and how when you get concrete and you've poured it it's first soft and there you can mold it into whatever shape you want but the moment concrete has set <laughs> you have to use machines to break, to break it down it, it's true. Wow. when it has set what are some of the words that come to your mind when you hear the word set that he set himself to set I, I heard the word determine I heard the word determine uh-huh. that he determined uh-huh. to seek the Lord uh-huh. and, and what other word I'm looking any, for the words any, you can't even say and that, whatever you want to say about it alright set I hear strength Strength. I hear determination. I hear grit. Come on now. That, that it's you can't change something unchanging. Uh-huh. You can't change it. Yes. It's, it's set. It's not going to be changed. Yes. Yeah. Those those are a few of the words that are coming to mind right Come now. Come on. Mm. A decisiveness. Yes. You know where you decide that I am going to set to seek the Lord. I am not going to react to this fear that I'm feeling. I am going to seek the Lord. And, and that is the beginning of faith. Mm-hmm. Faith is acknowledging one greater than us yes. in the midst of a situation that is beyond us. Yes. Right? That I am in this situation. It's overwhelming. But I am going to acknowledge the power of my God who is bigger. Let me tell you, there is nothing you can go through that is bigger than God. Nothing. But the problem is we look to ourselves and we are smaller than the matter. And then we start seeing, how am I going to go through this by myself? But you're not alone. Yeah. You have the... That's why... Is, was it Elijah or Elisha? It was Elisha, right? Mm. Who, said, who said that they should... It was that opened the eyes of the young it man. It was Elisha, yes. Yeah, that he may see the ones who are for us. He said, open his eyes. Because our natural eyes sometimes... You're going to be tempted to fear. Mm. You're going to be tempted to be dismayed. I'm not prophesying. I'm telling you life... Even Jesus told his disciples, in this world you'll have many troubles, but in the midst of trouble, be of good cheer. Why? Understand that I've overcome. That Jehoshaphat feared and set himself. Those two things really, I feel like they don't mix in our minds. That if I'm fearful, I can't seek God. Let me first come down, then I'll pray. No. In fact, that's when you need to pray. There's another king who they brought a letter from a guy telling him, we are coming to kill your people. The guy went to the temple and read the letter to God. Yeah. Said, Lord, let <laughs> me read to you the letter, sir. <laughs> This is what they are planning to do, sir. Come and save us. Mm. These men, these kings knew where their help came from. You think Jehoshaphat didn't have armies? He had armies. Mm. He could have come up with battle strategy, but he knew the best strategy was, I am going to set myself to seek the Lord. And may we become people who set ourselves to seek the Lord. To set, we become decisive. Every time any issue comes, be it in your mission or community, in your family, at your workplace, Mm. do not react to the situation. Seek the Lord seek the Lord because he has an answer he sought the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout Judah we've been in three days of fasting as a movement that is how what our apostle he's a spiritual man Mm. he's saying as we come out of a month of rest let's set ourselves to To seek seek the Lord Lord. to seek the Lord to to because this and it's not it's not not the first person I see in the scriptures Mm. who when trouble came they sought the Lord Mm. Queen Esther she first actually reacted in fear Mm. I can't go to the king without being called he'll kill me then the uncle sent back a message madam you think because you're in the palace you'll be spared no you will die with us but maybe God put you there for such a time as this the thing Esther did is she realized I can't depend on myself she called for a three day fast her maid servants what they fasted and prayed and after her time of seeking the Lord she had the boldness to face the situation and God gave her deliverance there seems to be something about seeking God and our faith yeah 
in the scriptures. So they proclaim a fast throughout Judah and then verse 4 goes on to tell us what happens next. Verse 4. Maybe I should open it on my phone. Our brother right or sister right on the there. slides is with us. Is with us. So Judah gathered together to ask help from, from the, the Lord. Lord. And from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. So Judah gathers together to seek the Lord and Jehoshaphat makes a long prayer after that to God on behalf of the whole of Judah and they are praying to God and asking for his help. I, it looks like faith and us acknowledge, it begins with acknowledging God. Mm. His power, first of all, his presence in our lives because you can't seek someone who doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Faith begins by acknowledging the presence of God in our lives mm. and then the ability of God to deal with situations yes, yes. in our lives because they sought you seek help from someone who you think can give you help mm -hmm. or is more powerful yeah. than you and then what happens next pastor Kweka, you're going to read from us from verse 13 verse what 13. happens next from verse 13 second chronicles 2013 i can start reading yes from start there. reading it says now all judah with their little ones their wives and their children stood before the Lord. Mm. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, mm. the son of Jael, the mm. son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you. Mm -hmm. Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Wow. Then verse, verse 16? Up to 17, yes. All right, he says, Tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you'll find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeriel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, mm. and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O Judah and O Jerusalem, do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Oh, wow. There's so much in there about yeah. faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The beginning of faith is when you hear God's word. Before you hear God's word, faith cannot come. No. Because if you're not hearing God's word, you're hearing the facts yeah. of life. And facts don't produce faith. They bring fear. Come on, talk about that. They, what do they bring? They bring fear. Yeah, because, Jehosh uh -huh, Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat had the facts. And they what brought happened? Fear. Come on now. Oh yeah. yeah. So be careful if all you concentrate on are the facts. facts yeah. You sit with your friends and keep rehearsing the situation. Mm. And keep telling them about your lack of money. Mm. Your joblessness for four years now. How is that helping you? It doesn't move you into faith talking about also last week a bad thing happened. Mm. Yesterday, in fact, me, I know this is even my life. Even my aunt, even uh, my uncle, uh -huh. it also happened uh, to them, you know. Fact, <laughs> yeah, that thing even happened. How does yeah. that help you move into something different in the no, future? it doesn't. It doesn't. It's time for us to become people who sit and discuss mm. the possibilities of the scriptures. Yeah. That we speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Mm. Sit down and start talking about what God can do. Yeah. Not, that's why this guy went to God. He didn't mm. ask the people, how strong are the three armies which are right. coming? Who have they destroyed before? Oh, we call for a holy morning. Let us mourn the death of Judah. No, 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 no. He set himself to seek God's solutions. Yeah. And he waited to hear the word of mm. the Lord. 
and it says that all of them came they came together the whole of judah this this mm. man was this king mm. Jehoshaphat. he didn't come alone yeah listen when you pray alone you become strong yeah. apostle has taught us this over and over but when you pray together as a missional community as a family as a church that's why we were fasting together yeah. we become strong together yes. we grow in faith together he brought them their little ones their wives their children the entire nation stood to seek the lord he did not want people who don't have faith True. he wanted everyone to hear what god had he to say his environment come on he created yeah. his environment yeah. say those things boldly pastor waker talks there I, 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 like this from a distance you are I'm, free to interrupt I'm, there I'm, and tell me i'm just here to, <laughs> to support eh? the anointing yeah the anointing is in you so he created his, his environment yes on. yeah he yes. controlled it mm. and that's a word for someone control your environment you know i don't know who it is who said that life is 20 percent event yeah 80 percent response, response. So it has happened. In my head, it's Apostle Moses who said that. It's Apostle Moses. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. 20% is the event. Maybe you've gone through something, or you're going through something, or you will go through something. That thing is not the bigger deal in your life. It's how you respond. Yes. Because two people can go through the exact same event. It breaks one, it builds another because of how they respond. You both are struggling with rent. One is joyful, believing the Lord. They go through it. You, you crash, leave God, go back to the world, switch off everything and get more destroyed. Because you lost a job or because a boy chucked you or a girl broke your heart. I'm not, I'm not saying your issue is small. Mm. I'm, I'm saying let's look at Jehoshaphat. When, when was it that three armies came against you? <laughs> he should be in a panic. But he set himself to seek the Lord. Mm. And he chose to hear what God had to say. Not what his feelings said. Mm. Not what his army commanders said. Not what his emotions said. Not what the situation looked like. Mm. It was, I, you see, faith is not denying the facts. Yeah. But it's recognizing the power of God in the midst of yes, the facts. Yes. To say, yeah, yeah, yeah. The doctor has said I have stage 4 cancer. But God is a healer. I am going to set my face to seek the Lord. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. They've said that I've been uh, demoted at work or they've actually removed me. But you see, my source is God, not my job. Exactly. I know that he'll provide another opportunity. And while I wait, he'll supply my needs. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. This and this has happened. I'm going through a problem in my marriage. But you know what? This doesn't define me. God has the ability to reconcile even yeah. the things that are yeah. irreconcilable. Yeah. Like you have to recognize God. And I'm not saying it's easy. Faith is called a fight. It's a fight of faith. It's a fight to stay with the word of God in the midst of contrary situations. Mm. And as long as we are alive, life will be contrary. Yeah. Life will be contrary. It will change. It will, things keep happening that are contrary to what the word of God says. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to set ourselves to become permanent in our minds, to be decisive, to say, as long as it's contrary to God's word, I refuse to accept it. I will set myself to find out what God's word says. I will die believing, yeah. but I refuse to believe that this is what my life will amount yeah. to. Yeah. There's more. If God has said it's there, then I believe him. Let every man be a liar. Let God be true. Yeah. That's the fight of faith, my friends. Mm. Faith is not sitting there and waiting for God to move. God moved. Mm. Now he's saying, move into what I have for you. Mm. Take it by force. Mm. Because you know what happens here? The spirit of the Lord comes upon Jehaziel. Mm. And what does he say? In verse 15, I want you, Pastor Quaker, to read for us from verse 15 to 17, what the prophet of God says. And he said, listen, all of you, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you, King Jehoshaphat, mm. thus says the Lord to you. Who says? The Lord. 
The Lord is saying to who? To Jehoshaphat and all Judah. Mm-hmm. He says, "Do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours but God's." What does he start by addressing there, Pastor Kwe? The fear. The exact yeah. emotion that the yeah. king felt. Yeah. He says that thing you're feeling, mm, don't feel don't it. Feel it. But it, when I'm feeling scared and you tell me not to feel scared, how am I? What, <laughs> people say, me, I can't control it. Right? Why didn't God say, I've taken away the fear? Mm. He says to Jehoshaphat, what does he say do to him? Do not be afraid. That's what he tells him. So he says, do not be afraid, not dismayed because of this great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but God's. Ah! He says, Pastor Kweka, first tell us about that verse. <laughs> How do you not be afraid when you are feeling scared and the thing is that there is a bad situation happening? Mm, mm. How, how do you stop being... How, mm. how, why does God tell us to not be afraid? What do you mean? Lord, I'm feeding it. Yeah, and now you're telling me not to feel it. Yeah, so what, what do you do? Just where is the switch where we switch off the fear? Yeah, yeah. Is it in the back? Somewhere mm. where I can't scratch? How do you switch off Somewhere fear? Somewhere under the foot. Because eh. you jump up and You jump up and down <laughs> and fear goes away. So, Pastor Kweka, how do you switch off fear? Because uh, there are many people watching who are saying, me, mm, I'm a fearful person, man. I don't know how to switch off fear. This thing of don't be afraid. You can't, your solution can't be to tell me stop being scared when mm, I'm scared. Mm. Yeah. I think, Pastor B3, from something you said earlier, when you said that the things that are coming are contrary to the word, I think one of the, the main things about this is to actually know what the word says, first of all. Yes. Because I guess most people uh, accept and live with things that they shouldn't have accepted and lived with fear and all that because they don't know what the word says concerning Come on that now. matter. Yeah. So they would think, you know, a person might receive, you know, accept sickness because it happens to all men, but they don't know the word says by his stripes you were. Come healed. on. You Come know? on. A person might accept to be sad and anxious and depressed and not realize that the scripture says do not be anxious about anything then he says but you know make your request known to god so i'm thinking that the idea when god is telling jehoshaphat not fear he gives us the answer in there he says the battle is not yours in other words the only way you're not going to fear is by turning your mind off of that thing that is causing you the fear and focusing on the god who owns the battle come on now i love it you switch off fear by focusing on the word of god so if you don't know what the word of God says about a situation, fear has fear you. Stays, yeah. Because fear, there's a person who said that fear is false evidence appearing Very real. real. Mm. F-E-A-R. For false evidence. that The enemy just comes and deceives you that your life is over. Mm. Three armies are coming, but it wasn't true. Their life wasn't over. In fact, when you read, go and read this chapter and finish it, you find that they didn't just get victory. There was so much loot. In, they never engaged in any fighting. Mm. These guys fought themselves, left behind. For three days, Judah was collecting gold, what, what, from a valley. Like they left abundance from the battle. The ones who came to fight left behind things for yeah. Judah to inherit. Yeah. But read for us when he says, don't be afraid. What's the next thing that he tells them? So in verse 16, he says, tomorrow, mm. go down against them. Mm-hmm. They will surely come up by the ascent wow, of Zeus. I thought God would say, they won't come. I've stopped them. They will surely come. What even they will come? They will surely. Not they are most coming. likely. Yeah, like, most, like I want you to know. That that issue is coming. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Sometimes we think faith means God has taken away the issue. Mm. No, 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 no. He deals with it mm. and gives you victory. Mm. Because there's no victory without a fight. Right. 
but we want victory. He has given me victory, but please don't bring the fight. How do you want victory without a fight? That's witchcraft. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he says, yeah. they will surely come up. Uh-huh. By the ascent of this. And mm-hmm. says, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jewel. Uh-huh. <laughs> then he says, in verse 17, you will not need to fight in this battle. Uh-huh. Position yourselves, uh-huh. stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is now. with you, O Judah oh. and Jerusalem. Oh, Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Wow, 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 God. You see, faith is not passive, mm. it's not defensive, mm. it is aggressive. There's a thing that Apostle Moses said. There's a, a statement he made. He said, God's battle plan is never defensive. Yeah. God is never on the defensive. He doesn't say, I'm sending angels to stop them from coming. He says, no, they'll surely come. But let me show you what I can do. Mm-hmm. Let me show you who I am. You will stand still. I will fight the yeah. battle. In fact, I've already given you the victory. But go mm-hmm. and engage. Mm-hmm. They are coming. Sickness will come. You will be healed. Although what will come, whatever the enemy brings against you, God has already provided a way out by his word. Mm. Already, there is no situation that you're going to go through that God has not already anticipated in the, in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and given you a way out by his word. Yeah. But child of God, first of all, you must know what the word of God says. That's your battle plan. Mm. If you think about it in the weaponry of, in, in Ephesians chapter 6, the only offensive weapon God gives us is his word. Yeah, the, word. the rest are defense, the shield of what? Mm. But the, the word of God is offensive. It's an offensive weapon. It stands no matter what the facts are. So God's battle plan has never been defensive, Mm. Apostle Moses said. And you know what? Faith is not defensive. It's offensive. The word of God is is on the offensive. Faith rejoices in the midst of chaos. Mm. Peter Mm. sang in the prison. Peter and Paul Paul and Silas, Mm. they are singing in prison. In jail, you're supposed to be crying and calling your relatives and asking yeah. God where he is. Then they are singing at midnight until the whole jail hears them. And then the, the thing is that at midnight, while they were praising God, an angel came and broke everything. Free because the men were already acting victorious yeah. before the victory came. Yeah. And so God tells these guys, this is what you're going to do. You are going, you're not going to be afraid, first of all, kick out fear. Tomorrow you're going to go out against them. God is telling you, get aggressive with your faith. Stop sitting back waiting for something to to happen. Get up, start that business again. Get up, start to sing again. Get up, start dealing with marriage issues. The apostle was saying that some people's marriage plan to stay happy is to do nothing. It's defensive. (laughs) Ah, I'll do nothing bad. I will just stay quiet in this marriage and make sure I don't offend. You're already offending, first of all. By doing nothing, you're doing it. There's a problem in the marriage. So get on the offensive. Love on that woman. Buy her flowers. Give her kameza. Love on that man. Serve him. Elevate him. You know, encourage him. Lift him up before your friends and family. Get on the offensive. Speak as God would speak in that situation. Don't wait for things to change. Change them by engaging the word of God. Come on now. You change them by engaging the word of God. The word of God does not work until you work it. It is a seed. It must be sown in the ground for it to bring forth fruit. So you cannot say that you are engaging the word of God by waiting for it to engage. God is waiting for you to engage his word. His grace has provided the victory. But our faith must engage first of all by seeking him 
and then seeking his word knowing what it says and then engaging it in the battle we receive we receive we receive by engaging the word of god go out against them go out against them go out against sickness go out against poverty go out against strife go out against depression go out against all those things put on your joy put on your garment of praise even if you're feeling depressed put on joy on the outside put on joy and start to pray in the holy ghost and let me tell you joy will rise up because it's already there waiting to get activated mm. by the word of the lord in you and in me and I want us to go to the end of this because they, we said we wanted to talk about the head, the heart, and the mouth. Yeah. And so, Pastor Quaker, you're going to read for us verse 20 and 21. Hmm? Verse 20 and 21. Yes. So they arose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall First prosper. Stop there. Read it again. <laughs> Only verse 20. So they, are, they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Wow. So we talked about how faith comes by hearing mm. and hearing by the word of the Lord. When they wake up in the morning at the word of God, mm. Jehoshaphat says to them, hear me. Mm. My people listen to me. So this is the battle plan. Believe. Yeah. Wow. Hearing is not enough. Then there are many Christians who have heard the word of the Lord, but we don't believe it. Mm. We can quote it, but we don't believe it. How do you know someone believes what the word of God says? When they take action on it. Yes. Until Jehoshaphat and the army went out singing, mm. They were lying about their belief. Your belief, your faith is seen by your actions. Faith without works is dead. Meaning you can have faith but it's inactive. You can have faith and it's unfruitful. Yeah. You can have seeds in your house. They have capacity to produce. Mm. But until you put them in the ground, you will never see fruit. Mm. You can have bags of seeds in your somewhere store and you can pray over them. Fast over them. Speak to them. Rebuke them. Put Bibles on top of them in different versions. I can assure you they will not produce fruit because they are principles of how seeds work and faith is called a seed. You get the word of the Lord. You put it to action in the ground of your life and you will see the fruit come to pass. He knew. He told them, believe the Lord your God. First of all, if you believe the Lord, what will happen to you? You will be established. You will be firm. You will be movable. You will be a believer who cannot be moved by issues of life. And you know some people like that. They know God's word and what it says. But he's saying now, if you believe his prophets on top of his word, yeah. eh, you're going to experience sudden breakthrough. You will prosper. Yeah. There will be this sudden breakthrough in your life. Meaning that God gives us his word and then gives us his prophets also to confirm and affirm his word in different ways. Speaking things like a little one shall become a thousand. Yes. Speaking things like you're a disease-free zone. You're an economic, economic powerhouse. powerhouse. When yeah. you get those words, you go and take action. If I'm an economic powerhouse, go out and get a job. Yeah. Go out and start a business. Go out and increase the business. Expand and go bigger. Because you're believing the word of yes. the prophet. Yes. So the word of God establishes. Mm. The word of the prophet releases into prosperity. Mm. 
Now many believers are in either camp. One camp that is in the word of God, they quote the scriptures, they have daily quiet time, but this whole prophetic thing, eh, that's why he says don't despise prophecies because Judah would not have gone the way they went without a prophet. They needed a prophet to tell them, breathe, God is in charge. When they turned to God, he sent a prophet. God is going to send prophets in your life from time to time. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm. And God is going to deal with your heart and your mouth. He deals with the heart and the mouth. He gives his word in our hearts and gives a prophetic utterance through his prophets. Faith. God is calling us to be men and women of faith. Amen. And one of the things about faith is receiving Jesus. Pastor Quaker, I want you to first lead to Christ. Some of the people watch, listening to us on Spirit TV before they go off and then we shall conclude and finish what we are teaching okay. to the rest of us who are not on Spirit TV and Spirit FM. Alright. Um, well, you, you're watching us on Spirit, you're listening to us on radio or YouTube or wherever. And here is the thing that everything that has been shared today only works when you have Christ in you. Because you can't you can't have faith in one whom you've not received. And, and, and you're, you're probably struggling in life with, you know, all these things that are happening to you and the missing link is this Jesus. It's just a relationship with him so that he can actually come in and tell you the battle is now mine. This thing, I will handle it. And today, if you want to make a decision for Jesus, which I know you do, I want you to just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for giving your life for me. For giving your Thank life you for me. loving me. Thank you for loving today, me. Today, I receive you in my heart. I receive you in my I heart. Give you my life. I give you my life. Take it Take and it. do something significant with it. And do something I receive your forgiveness receive your and, your love today. and your love today. I am born again. I am born again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are now born again, having received Jesus. And if you're watching us, just and you made this decision for, for, for Christ, just go ahead and send us a text or call uh, 0775642449. That's the number, yes. Send a text 0775642449. There's a pastor waiting to respond to you, to give you the next steps of the decision that you have made. Come on now. Mm. Amen. Amen. It is the first step of faith. And you know, as we come to the end of our time together in MC Live, God is reminding us that we should turn to him. When trouble comes, even when trouble hasn't come, we should turn to him. That God is our source and we should recognize him because faith begins with recognizing God in our lives, that he is. That the ones who come to him should believe, first of all, that he is God and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And that, first of all, believe that God is and that God is for you. Then you can turn to him. Every time you have trouble or even good, you'll turn to God. Set yourself to seek the Lord, in, especially in the midst of contrary situations. Don't run fast to others. Run fast to God because he has the battle strategy and to his word. Ask yourself, but what does God's word say about this matter? And then get on the offensive. Stop being defensive. Stop waiting for it to pass, hiding and cowering. Get out and get on the offensive. Speak the word back. Be confuse the devil because the devil doesn't know what you're thinking until you take action. Yeah. He watches to see, he can't read your mind. 
he's waiting to see how do you react when sickness comes do you call the whole neighborhood and all your friends and family and start crying about the disease stop using your mouth to recognize what the enemy is doing use your mouth which is your creative portal to recognize what god is doing even when you can't see it with your eyes yet because trust me he has already done it by his grace now activate it by faith get faith and plant it into the grace of god so that it can bring forth a harvest of the grace that god has already provided think of god's grace as soil that is abundant and of your faith as a seed that when your seed gets into the soil it doesn't create but it simply activates what was already in the soil so the grace of god is the soil and our faith is 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 the seed that of the word that goes in and and takes and accesses what is already available for us and that our faith is offensive it's not defensive and that faith rejoices faith by the way that's a word for someone you need to start rejoicing get out of that depression no one is go- don't wait for you to yourself to feel better i was depressed for many years let me tell you something get out of that depression put a smile on your face if you're a lady put on makeup if you're a young man get a haircut dress nice walk around talking about how god is so good start anticipating good in your life faith rejoices these people went out singing about the goodness of god that was their battle plan how can you be singing about god's goodness while armies are coming and god has told you they will surely come it takes a man or a woman who knows their god those who know their god they shall be strong and they will do exploits those who know their god your god is powerful your god is for you and he's calling us to be men and women of faith who believe his word and believe his prophets some of you need to go back to some prophetic words in your life that you've given up on that were spoken and believe them out start taking action sow a seed into them speak them talk about them publicly say god said he's doing this for me i'm so excited because it's coming anytime apostle said at the beginning of this year recover the prophetic be a personal prophet over your life speak speak the word of god speak what god is doing say i'm the head and not the tail that's after you've got the report and you were at the bottom you are the head and not the tail above only and not beneath parents speak over your children the words of god not the facts of life the words of god not the facts of life because at the end of this all faith brought forth a harvest if you read the whole the whole journey eventually they had victory but the victory did not manifest when they saw it with their eyes it manifested when god gave a word but they had to activate that word by going out and fighting every day when you wake up you're fighting you're fighting the elements of the enemy but you don't fight physically and you don't fight i tell people that battle strategy is for me when the enemy really comes at me i wear my best makeup i wear my best clothes it's when i look my best and i go around smiling and when people find out weeks later what was going on they're like like after I'd had a baby I got a bad infection and I was pus was coming out of you know my wound and whatever so what I did is I dressed really well that day and I I asked my daughter to take pictures of me holding the baby I put them on Instagram and I just testified about the goodness of the Lord then when someone found out they said but so what what why I'm like but that's the thing confused the devil is like I thought we brought a, an infection why is that one posting pictures on Instagram smiling because you see this thing you've brought is temporary it's going to go it cannot outlast the word of god yes. in my life yes. eventually it must go yes. so i will act as if it has already gone yes. because it's going anyway yes. it's on its way out so pain all you want you're going to go if you don't hear the word i'll give you painkillers we keep going yeah. yeah but i'm not going to allow you to define my mood yeah. faith is rejoicing and i want to close with a scripture 
Ezra 6:14 Ezra chapter 6 verse 14 that talks about the prophetic because the word that we struggle with is usually the word of the prophets mm. Pastor Kweka if you could read it for us Ezra 6:14 it says so the elders of the Jews built and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Ido and they built and finished it according to the com- uh, the commandment of the God of Israel hmm. and according to the command of Cyrus Darius and Artaxerxes king of Persia wow they built and prospered through the what the prophesying yes. of Haggai yes you're going to build and prosper by the prophetic mm. do not despise prophesying Some of you all you want is only the written word but God activates super activates the prophetic. Mm. Believe his prophets. Apostle Moses is a prophet over this house. Your pastors are prophets. Believe what they are speaking. Listen when they are teaching words which they throw around. You grab it and run with it. Mm. Believe your prophets how? Take action on the word which they've given. They prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and and they built and finished it according to the commandment of God. You see how they are mixed? the word of god and the word of his prophets yes, yes that com- the, the word of the prophet was the commandment of god yes <laughs> and according to the command of cyrus darius and artaxerxes mm. king of persia listen it's time to get on the offensive with our faith yes. first of all we become men and women of the word yeah. men and women of prayer who seek the lord every time issues show up men and women who speak truth instead of facts who spend our time discussing what god is about to do or is doing or did instead of what the devil is doing in our lives men and women full of joy and and praise because the scripture says in that book of chronicles when you continue that when they began to praise god set ambushes against their enemies when they began not when they thought about it considered it when they opened their mouth and started to praise ambushes were set against their enemies your praise is an ambush against the devil it's an ambush so stop complaining stop grumbling start setting ambushes through your praise on your lips in jesus name amen amen, amen. 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 what a good word pastor quaker wow <laughs> My faith is lifted. Right? Yeah, yeah, I feel like I want to go and read my Bible, look for all the prophetic words which were given to yeah. me and first confuse the devil and walk around smiling and setting ambushes yeah. against yeah. the enemy. But would you go ahead and just start to minister to some people who are watching this evening over there in that camera and just speak to them, lead some of them to Jesus in the missional communities, pray over them as we release them to go and discuss what Jesus is saying. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Uh I think that has been going on in my mind in yes. the scripture the, the the Lord told them to go down, you know, as Pastor Bethel was sharing. She said they will still come. Those people will surely come, but God told them to go down. And then when they get there, he gave them a battle strategy. He told them position yourselves. Then he told them to stand still. And it's possible that you're there and 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 for you this is God telling you you've been trying so hard on your own for long mm. and right now he's saying your new battle strategy is stand, stand still, still. stand still and this is the battle is the lords and and pastor bithri mentioned something she gave an example of a business and i i feel like that's actually someone's word that maybe you're just waiting for the big idea mm. maybe the business failed and you thought i will not restart i'll wait for i don't know when all the circumstances are right and this is god telling you go down start that business and when you start it stand still and watch god work you understand like in, in in starting it you're just speaking the word and then there are people that god is just telling you that for you it's now a thing of beginning to speak the word ali 
because most most of the times this the circumstance comes and finds nothing in you oh it finds nothing in you and you know you fall apart as andrew max says like a two dollar suitcase mm. you know because there was nothing there and 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 he's telling you now that this is the moment for you to now start speaking the word you read it you listen to the prophetic words and begin to speak them even if it doesn't seem like it applies yes. you just start saying i'm an economic powerhouse Come on you may now. not feel sick but you say i'm a disease free zone mm. that mm. day the attack comes it finds when you already have a, 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 a reservoir of the Come word, on now. a reservoir of the prophetic word, you just speak it forth. Because that's what happened with Jehoshaphat. The mm. thing came, he was afraid. But because he had the word, yes. he set himself to seek the, the Lord. And on. when you go back and read that chapter, he prays a prayer and it's full, it's full of scripture. It's full of promises. He's telling God, you said this, yes. you said that, yes. you also said this. And mm. then God responds to that. Let me tell you the thing that you're going to need for some of the things that you're going through now is to remind God of the words that he said. Which words you're going to have to place inside of your heart. That you begin to speak them now that when a thing comes up, mm. you just remind God and you tell him, God, this is what you told me. Yes. This is the promise you gave me. Yes. This is what Apostle Moses said, the word you gave him. Mm. This is what Pastor Ari said, oh, whoever your pastor is at your location, this is the word you gave them for me. Mm. And then you speak back to the situation and tell it, I will not believe what you're offering me because I have a word. That is for some of you that God is telling you, take the word in so that when the thing comes, you have something to fight Come with. Come on now. Hey. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I love it. That is a very aggressive faith and I like it. Where you build up the reservoirs now. Don't wait for trouble to start building weapons. You, you can't, you, yeah, you just, you pick from the weaponry which you've had, mm. waiting for when the battle comes, I'm ready for you. Yeah. Build your arsenal ahead of time. Wait on the Lord in his word, in prayer. Be a man or woman of prayer and of the word. And if you're watching us today and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, hmm, you are living a life out of favor, out of grace, out of the... The life that God wants for you. We want to invite you into it today. And it's so easy. You believe in your heart that Jesus is enough. That he paid the sacrifice for your sins. That you don't have to do anything apart from believing him. You believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that he's Lord. You don't need to clean yourself up. You don't need to make yourself better. Just come to him. So all you need to do is pray this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Today I receive you. Today I receive you. As my Lord. As my Lord. And as my Savior. As my Savior. I give you my sin. I give you my sin. All of it. All of it. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your love. I receive your love. Today I'm a child of God. Today I'm a child of God. Today I am born again. Today I am born again. Take my life. Take my life. And do something with it. And do something with it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 If you prayed that prayer, you're born again yes. wherever you are. Hallelujah. Woo. And we, we just want you to let us know. We want to celebrate with you and connect you to a loving family wherever you are across the world. Send us a message on this phone number. If you're outside Uganda, add plus. 256 yes. and then put 775-642449 that is 0775-642449 let us know that you've received Jesus there's a pastor waiting to hear from you and if you have any sickness in your body right now why don't you touch that place as we curse and rebuke sickness sickness we curse you in the name of Jesus we rebuke you we come against you Amen. you are illegal in that body because Jesus paid fully 
for all sickness disease emotional physical mental illness we come against you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ bodies hear the word of the Lord blood hear the word of the Lord muscles hear the word of the Lord we send his word we heal your diseases and redeem your lives from destruction you are well you are healed you will testify in Jesus name Amen, amen and amen. amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great <laughs> evening. Now get into your smaller huddles and ask the question, what is Jesus saying to you and what are you going to do about it? And for real, answer those questions. Take a faith action today because the end of your faith is in your action. You're blessed. You're highly favored. See you again on Sunday and then on Wednesday for another MC Live here at Worship Harvest. Bye. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.